0: I grew up with a lot of low self-esteem, and I was looking for love in relationships that often left me unfulfilled, but then I experienced a life of purity. Real life starts now. This is
1: real life radio show with on i felt alone i felt lost i felt scared real stories i was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life real people i was thinking there was no purpose for my life there's no reason for me to be here real problems i told my dad if you try to take these drugs i'm gonna kill you one solution god hope is a person and his name is jesus and now your host on Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. welcome to The Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk about the concept of purity, and what happens when someone loses it. Can they ever get it back? Well, today, we'll have Amanda Armstrong, who is an amazing person. Before she knew Christ, though, she lived a life of partying, drinking, smoking, and wild living, really wild living. But she's going to show us how an experience with God brought her to true purity and what that meant to her. Amanda, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Amanda, now I know the Lord has really changed your life so much and so much that you've been waiting for your husband and living a celibate life for the last seven years. So that is like an amazing thing. But before all of that, you lived a pretty wild life. And I understand that this all stemmed from a place of insecurity. Yet you're a pretty attractive young girl. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. So I had to grow up pretty quickly in my teenage years. I got pregnant at the age of 17 and I had my first child at the age of 18. Okay. So I was taking care of her by myself by the age of 19. I was working full-time and going to college. So on the weekends, my daughter wasn't home. You can say I really took advantage of that time and Mm. partied quite hard on those weekends.
1: Interesting.
0: Yes. I call it my Britney Spears days. I was going to the bars and clubs and drinking. drinking pretty heavily, experimenting with drugs, and seemed to always be stuck in really unhealthy relationships. And this kind of lifestyle lasted through most of the years of my 20s.
1: Now, Amanda, real quick, because you sound so innocent. What do you mean like (laughs) party wildlife? Britney Spears? That's pretty uh, like crazy. You know what I mean? So like, were you just trying to get attention kind of at the clubs and at dancing all that stuff? Or tell me a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, I think it was my time to just let loose and not care. Like I grew up through so much trauma and like I was in so many unhealthy relationships. It was my time to just have fun and be free. And, you know, I had a tanning addiction. I bleached my hair blonde. I was wearing provocative clothing, going out to clubs and just kind of going all out on the weekends.
1: I see. So you're getting a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all about relationships and just all of that. I mean, I've been there. I'm a former atheist, you know, like, so I've been there. I understand. But I understand something that you were molested when you were younger and you were brought to a place of being afraid of men when you were a young girl. Tell us a little about that.
0: Yeah. So I started at five years old and I was just experiencing a lot of trauma concerning the men around me. I was molested by a family member who I loved dearly and trusted. I also was physically beaten by another man whom I loved and trusted.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, these were men who were supposed to protect and love me. So at a very young age, I became very confused by what was happening to me. I was confused with the pain and the hurt, and Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how it could happen. And would then think, if these men could hurt me like this, what could other men do to me?
1: Wow. So you were afraid of men. Yeah. Like it made you kind of weary so you were that girl when men any men would come you'd go hide somewhere right
0: yeah like I began to notice looking back the fear that was developing being around older men alone at that age mm. I was terrified that something would happen to me and really not trusting others to protect me but felt a need to always protect myself and wow. I began trying my best to not make others upset which was another form of protecting myself
1: now, Amanda, I understand that as a teenager, you really struggled with a lot of anxiety and depression. Looking back, do you think that was from some of the abuse you incurred as a young child?
0: Absolutely. When I was abused, I was learning that my environment was not safe. Wow. There were many times I felt just so afraid and out of control wow. of my surroundings through that time. I can see how it developed a distorted sense of self and put me in a constant state of fear and anxiety. I had no one I felt that truly loved me. And there were times when Mm -hmm. I would believe the lies that I wasn't good enough or something was wrong with me and that I can trust no one.
1: Wow. But as you got older, I understand the need and desire for love started growing in you. So like the opposite happened where instead of being afraid, now you're looking for men, right? Right. And you got into some pretty toxic relationships. Tell us about that.
0: Yes. So, my main desire, even as a young teenager, was to leave home and create my own family. I wanted nothing more than that mm. to be a wife and a mom. Mm. That was my dream. But little did I know I was attracting exactly what I was used to in my relationships, which was dysfunction.
1: Mm. Wow. Unfortunately. Right. So, you were attracting probably people who were verbally and emotionally abusive. Yes. Maybe even physically abusive, I understand. Yes. And these were like big, handsome guys. Like these were not like little guys, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You could say that.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's a scary thing. Now, you had a child with a man at the age of 18. Mm -hmm. And I understand at that moment, you thought you had found everything you had been looking for in life until something happened in that relationship. What happened?
0: So at the age of 17, the man I was pregnant by was going to the army. We had a plan to get married shortly after and... I was to become an army wife. That was what I seen my future as wow. until he got sent back home only a couple of days after leaving for a dishonorable discharge. Mm. So it had something to do with drinking and fighting. Oh, yeah. We decided then to move in together and we tried to begin a family. He started to become pretty abusive while I was pregnant and only got worse after having my child. I had to leave for the safety of us both and because it was not a safe environment for either of us.
1: Wow. So I understand that in those toxic relationships, you often fell in love like hard. You fell Mm -hmm. hard for these guys. Yes. And I understand that some of them, they ended up cheating on you. Mm -hmm. I understand that they always tore up your heart. That was the constant pattern of tearing up your heart, that it brought you to a place of depravity Mm -hmm. a couple times where you kind of responded different. What did that lead you to do?
0: So after this relationship, I met someone quickly after, which I started another long-term relationship. And this is where my partying and drinking started and would at times get out of control. Through much of the partying came a lot of dishonesty and cheating. When the cheating started... I came to a place of revenge when I decided no man will hurt me again. And I played his own game and began cheating. also it got out of hand and I ended that relationship after I had met someone else.
1: Amanda, I want to kind of slow down right here. So basically he cheated on you. Mm -hmm. And then how does that feel for like a woman like you, where you put your heart and soul in this guy and then he cheats on you? Like, how did you feel at that time?
0: Yeah. I think any woman who's been through it, they just think that it could never happen to them. Wow! And when it did, it was so hurtful. I just didn't know how to react or respond. So I thought the best way to defend myself, the best way to get revenge was just to hurt him back. Wow. So we began the cycle of just hurting each other deeply in those ways.
1: I mean, I understand, you know, it was like vengeance with a T where you walk into a club, pick out some guy. And then it was like, Mm -hmm. let's go. And it happened quick, right? Right. Basically, like one night stands kind of stuff. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Now, what's the reality of that, Amanda? Like, What is that like for someone who's never done anything like that before? Because I mean, I understand there's a lot of drinking and alcohol involved. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you weren't really there when that happened. Mm -hmm. And then you'd wake up sober. Like, was that weird?
0: Yes, it was very weird because... You're functioning out of a place of hurt and pain when you're out drinking. Wow. And you're looking for someone to fill voids in your heart. And I was in a place of a lot of hurt from the cheating. Yeah. So I would be on a mission to hurt him the way he hurt me.
1: Wow. And I understand after that, you got into a relationship with a Christian guy Mm -hmm. who tried to convert you into Christianity and you like pray this prayer But then even though you were professing like a Christian, you still went out, partied clubs Uh and the similar cycle of wild living was all still there. Is that right, Amanda? Yes. And I want to hear more about that relationship in our next show, Amanda. So thank you so much again for being on our show, Amanda. We're looking forward to having you on our next show.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: Hold on. I want to talk to you more about this right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeninthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved.
0: Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477.
1: More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? It's really sad how this world can really take and take so much from a girl's life and how now it's just normal for girls to be over-sexualized and that purity is like something to be looked down upon. It's sad how Amanda was molested at a young age and a whole world of sexuality was opened and awakened in her to continue from one wreck to another. And I think there are some who can relate to Amanda, having innocence stolen at a young age and then just living a life of sexual morality from then on. I know her story is very relatable because I know society today doesn't honor purity as much as it did in past times. But sexual purity is to be honored. It is the will of God. Ancient scriptures point out the fact that purity is a wonderful thing and is something to be valued. Just like pure gold has much value or flawless diamonds, even nature teaches us that there's inherent value in sexual purity. Because deep inside we all know that the original way was virginity to be given up only after a wedding had commenced, and the two were bound together by holy matrimony. Even the biology and creation of the human body tells us that we were created for purity. I mean, a woman was built with a hymen. Though science says this isn't a complete indicator of purity, we know that ancients have already used that as a determination of purity. It's written in 1 Corinthians 6.12-15. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God has both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by His power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. See, the body was never designed for sexual immorality, but rather the body was designed for sexual purity. And a lot of us don't realize that our minds, our mentality is connected to the sins of our sexuality. And we're hearing that in Amanda's life. What I love about her testimony is that though there was a lot of past mistakes, God ended up restoring by His grace and the power of redemption and regeneration came into her life. What about you? Are you living a life where you're believing in the message of the world, where sexual purity isn't valued? If that's you, I want to pray for God to restore that purity back into your life. Lord God, we're just coming to you. And someone is listening right now and they're saying, gosh, you know, I haven't had that purity. Lord God, I need that restored. And according to your word, you can make us new even right now. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. We repent of our sins and we turn to you. I Hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477.
0: That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.